That's music that was composed in 1951, which is a highly significant year for 20th century music because that is the year that Arnold Schoenberg passed away. And so that music, composed by Karl-Heinz Stockhausen, I kind of think represents a symbolic passing of the torch of avant-garde or experimental music. Here is Stockhausen kind of saying, well, what's next? Schoenberg created the atonal system, the 12-tone system of music. Where can we go next? And, of course, he would become a very radical and experimental figure himself, one of the most controversial figures in 20th century music as it happens. That piece, Kreutzspiel, was premiered in 1959 at the Darmstadt Summer Festival with the composer himself conducting. And I think that's also significant because Darmstadt increasingly from 1959 on would become the home for experimental and avant-garde music and the place where an awful lot of very important experimental music pieces from the 20th century were premiered. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. On today's program, I'm going to be paying homage to this incredible legacy of Darmstadt from its inception in 1947 all the way up to the present. As I said, in 1947 through about, I'd say, the early 60s, Darmstadt was the home for some of the most experimental and and revolutionary composers that really (laughs) have ever existed. Figures like Pierre Boulez, Karl-Heinz Stockhausen, Luigi Nono. These are the guys that uh, blew away all musical conventions. And so we're going to pay homage to them with the first part of the program and play some music by them and talk a little bit about what they were thinking. And then we're going to move up into the present. And if you're a composer in the 21st century and you're going to Darmstadt, how do you deal with this legacy? How do you tear apart conventions when all conventions have been torn apart? So we're going to have a listen to some contemporary composers in our own time and how they're wrestling with the Darmstadt legacy. All of the recordings that we're going to hear on the first part of the program are from this set of discs called Darmstadt Oral Documents. And these are all the composers conducting their own works. These are all the premieres at Darmstadt. So these are very historical recordings, and we're very happy that these have been made available. This piece by Pierre Belez is called Doubles. It's for large orchestra. It was composed in the years 1957 through 1958, and the recording we're going to hear was made at Darmstadt, again, of course, with the composer conducting in 1965. This is one of the very first pieces that Boulez wrote in which he was kind of moving away from total serialism in which he was serializing dynamics, pitches, every part of music in favor of what he called local indiscipline. <laughs> Let's think about that for a moment. Local indiscipline. This is where he created predetermined structures for the music, but he would let the performers decide in what order they would place them. Let's have a listen to this music by Pierre Boulez. This is doubles for large orchestra, the composer himself, conducting the Hague Philharmonic Orchestra.
That's music by Pierre Boulez. And, you know, I always think of his large-scale orchestral works like that as just kind of shimmering off in the distance. So when it ended, I thought, that's a very unusual ending. And then I remembered this is one of his first pieces in what he calls local indiscipline, where he lets his predetermined musical structures be put in order by the musicians themselves. So somebody in the orchestra decided that that's the way they wanted to end the piece. So I love that because that's not necessarily Boulez-like. And yet it is because he allowed them to do that. That's doubles for a large orchestra premiered at the Darmstadt Festival in 1965, and we heard the composer himself conducting. This is from a set of discs called Darmstadt Oral Documents. I love to imagine myself in the room at this historic performance. All of these pieces on the Darmstadt Oral Documents are the composers conducting their own works at this historic summer festival. Darmstadt is a summer festival that started in 1947, continues to this day. From the 1950s all the way up into the early 1960s, there was a group of composers that Pierre Boulez was part of who were known as the Darmstadt School, and they've been incredibly influential. They didn't have a whole lot in common, except that they wanted to completely destroy musical conventions and start fresh, do something absolutely new. Experimentation was the norm at Darmstadt, and I think still is. We're hearing on the first half of this Relevant Tones program music from these titans of Darmstadt from the 1950s and 1960s. And then in the second half, we'll drop in and see what composers at Darmstadt are doing these days. Let's turn to Italian composer Luciano Berio. He wrote a series of 14 pieces for solo instruments, different solo instruments called the sequenzas. These are incredible pieces. Not only do they push the performers, I mean, they're highly virtuosic pieces. So this is Berio really pushing the boundaries. The first sequenza he ever wrote was for flute, and it was performed at Darmstadt in 1958. This is flutist Severino Gazzoloni premiering Luciano Berrio sequenza number one for flute at the Darmstadt Summer Festival in 1958.
That's the first in what would become an incredible series of pieces for solo instruments, the sequenzas. We heard sequenza number one for flute by Luciano Berrio. That was performed in 1958, in fact, the premiere by Severino Gazzoloni, performing at the Darmstadt Festival. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. On today's episode, I'm paying homage to the incredible Darmstadt Festival, where experimental music has found a home for more than 50 years. You can find out more information about the program on Facebook or on our website at relevanttones.com. Well, I spent the first half of the program featuring the so-called Darmstadt School, and these really are the lions of Darmstadt, I would say. These are the composers who created the ethos that would prevail at Darmstadt, this idea of experimentation, constantly trying to forge new sounds, new sonic identities, and really forge new paths for music. But I want to feature some composers in our own time, and I think it's absolutely incredible that this festival still has the same aesthetic more than 50 years on. If you think of any organization that's been around for 50, 60, 70 years or more, I mean, usually after a couple of decades, they start to change their mission or kind of creep away from it a little bit. And that is absolutely not the case with Darmstadt. Darmstadt is still very much Darmstadt, and the composers that they choose to attend the Summer Festival are still very much dedicated to experimentalism, to pushing boundaries, uh, to forging new paths in music. And I think that's an incredible legacy. So let's feature some composers in our own era who are still very much within this Darmstadt ethos. Composer Bat Furr was born in Switzerland, but moved to Vienna, Austria as a young child and very much identifies himself as an Austrian composer. He's also a conductor and a huge promoter of new music. He formed an ensemble called Klangforum Wien that visits Darmstadt fairly regularly. We're going to hear a piece called Un Moment de Terre Perdue, which means a moment of lost earth. This is for a chamber ensemble. And the composer here is uh, very interested in finding stable musical structures and then breaking them down. They dissolve. It's also very gestural music. You're going to hear these almost violent gestures at times in the chamber ensemble. This is Bat Fur's own ensemble, Klangforum Wien, performing with Bat Fur himself conducting performed at Darmstadt in 1994. Thank you. 
What a wonderful fade out in that piece. You can imagine the audience in 1994 when it was premiered at Darmstadt just kind of on the edge of their seats as those sounds linger in the air and gradually dissolve. It's a piece called Un Moment de Terre Perdue, or A Moment of Lost Earth, by Austrian composer Bat Verr. And he says that he is interested in the stability and dissolution of musical structures. Well, there at the end, I think we're having an absolute dissolve. I love that ending. What a beautiful piece. Music that was performed at Darmstadt in 1994 by Furr's own ensemble, Klangforum Wien, and the composer was conducting himself. Let's turn to the youngest composer on today's program, featuring music performed at Darmstadt. This is Enno Pop. It is called Salz, or Salt. And I'm looking at the liner notes here, and it says that Salz is a quarter-hour single movement that begins with a duet for bass, flute, and viola, and grows remorselessly in complexity and intensity, with the organ making its presence felt once again, too. That organ is what Pop calls a virtual Hammond organ. It's a sampling keyboard that has a software plug-in which allows it to synthesize the sound of the Hammond organ back in its heyday, the 1960s and 70s, in pop music. Of course, it's used very, very differently here. And because it's software, he's able to divide up the pitches any way that he wants. So he's subdivided the octave into 192 notes. This piece is uh, pretty intense. It builds in waves of intensity that then subside and then crash in again and then subside. Let's have a listen to the Ensemble Mosaic perform this piece in 2005 at the Darmstadt Summer Festival.
an intense 15 minutes. <laughs> That's an incredible piece. I think absolutely a legacy of the Darmstadt Festival. This is a composer in our own era, born in 1969, kind of wrestling with this 50-year-plus legacy of Darmstadt experimentalism. What are you going to do? Well, you can do almost everything. We've got microtonal music. We've got these grand sweeping gestures, waves of sound crashing against each other. That's a piece called Sols, performed by the Ensemble Mosaic, music by Enno Pop, performed in 2005 at the Darmstadt Festival. I've been featuring this incredible legacy of Darmstadt, and you may not like everything that you hear. I'd be surprised if you did. Experimental music kind of has that quality. Not everyone is going to like it. It's not for everyone, but I think it's absolutely vital that artists, that creators of all kinds be able to innovate. Not every innovation is going to stick, nor should they, but I think the ones that do stick are absolutely important to us and really push our culture forward. So here's to Darmstadt being a home for experimental music for the past 50 years and hopefully for many more. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders, with special thanks to Claire Fosnacht. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook, and you can hear this and all previous programs at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is brought to you in part by the generous support of Grovner Capital Management LP, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. This project is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, Artworks, I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the WFMT Radio Network.